Hello family, this is Larry Hogan. I'm your host of the podcast, Where Do We Go From Here? That is the question. The answer is forward. Always forward. And that's my trademark comment. Uh, Forward. Where should we go from here? Forward. Always forward. But for this episode's title, I have called it The Soundtrack of Life. I want you to listen to the backdrop of the chosen soundtrack. Let's go forward by listening backwards to some of the great cultural sounds and classics ever recorded. My first drop is political. I'm calling this ball of confusion. If you look or listen to the news, There's so much out there and nothing is in black or white. Constantly, there are shades of gray. You want to talk politics? What what should happen if a former president is being investigated for a clear and present danger and violating an established law? What do you do when there has always been a loud chorus of voices claiming no one is above the law? What do you do or how do you feel if you finished college, had a mountain of debt to pay, paid for it, and did it without the federal government stepping in and announcing forgiveness of the loan? The question of fairness would and should be debated. But that is not what I'm even attempting to solve in this conversation. The question I want to ask is what obligations do the colleges and or educational institutions, standards, and leadership, what obligations fall upon them to ensure that their client is getting value for their money. How is it the sole responsibility of the government? Now, I understand what they're trying to do and what they're trying to say. If you free up that money uh, from outrageous fees and higher prices, perhaps those $2 million, $1 trillion in debt for an education will spend their money on the economy, and surely that's what makes it. The world goes round And for those who complained So loud About the lack of responsibility And accountability Of those who Borrowed the money And now are benefiting From more government handouts Where were you When Or rather Are you When big businesses Get loans and or forgiveness. Big businesses, they get huge tax breaks for corporations that do not pay any or little taxes. Is that fair? And I haven't even mentioned the forgiveness given to the recipients of PPP loans, to politicians, and big businesses who reported record profits just a short while ago. One thing 
I was thinking about recently with all of this conversation about fairness and politics and former presidents and such. In every situation, a good and successful administration, a good leader, and or businessman echoes my theme. Forward. Always forward. One must prepare for the next generation, not the next election. Let that sink in for a minute. My second point is cultural. Generation gap is what I'm calling this. Man in the Mirror is my background music. Can we still say that America is the richest, most powerful nation on the planet? When in 2022, we still have people standing in line for water, food shortages. We're still dealing with affordable homes and homelessness, especially amongst veterans, children, and the elderly. Look at the situation in Mississippi with the water crisis. Didn't we just go through this a few years back with Detroit? This happened because of years of neglect from the misuse of public funds given by all taxpayers and all the taxes the citizens of Mississippi paid, including sales, fees, license, registration, businesses, all those funds should have been used for all of Mississippi and not just the wealthy neighborhoods. I was having a serious talk with my son yesterday and he asked me something that left me somewhat struggling for an answer. It wasn't overly profound or even that difficult, one would think, but it did leave me pondering. The question, what do you like to do to entertain me? sounds really easy and simple, but even now, a few days later, it still strikes a blow. My response was watching movies, mixing it up with the crowds, and probably church activities. Those are activities that you observe, not really participate in. So these young 24-year-olds, so says this young 24-year-old, and I think that's the difference in generational behavior. I just finished talking with a niece who, for the sake of making a point, took a job for promotional opportunities in an entirely new city where she virtually knows no one. And she had a great reason, but in her current situation, it may have taken years to accomplish what she is seeking had she simply played the waiting game or chose to stay with his family, friends, and a comfort zone. There's nothing unusual about that except what compared to baby boom, that's my generation. We tend to play the slow, steady, safe game. I have responsibilities that must be met. Let's say I am making my $100 a week, I'm paying my mortgage, I'm taking care of my 1.5 kids, 
and driving my eight-year and three-year-old car. Now, why would I want to give that up on a baby? In my worship experience, I sat next to an aging baby boy. It's about a 10-year gap, chronological, but it might as well be a 24-year gap in life experience. I am old enough to be less of a recipient of segregationist laws and culture than he was. I was too young to understand why my brother took a seat in the back of the bus. I was too young to understand why mother could not try on clothes in the downtown store. I thought domestic help was a chosen profession. My mom did it, my aunt did it, and many of the church ladies had that occupation as well. Now occasionally, there was a teacher in the congregation along with a small business owner, a stay-at-home mom. These were the exceptions, not the rule. My point in this is, when the prayer was cranked up and the minister was shouting out blessings bestowed upon her and the congregation of the goodness of God and how he took us from a mighty, mighty long way, it did indeed resonate with the man sitting next to me. But across the aisle were their professional status, one being a lawyer, the other being an up-and-coming professional power couple with national contacts and notoriety, they seemed to have a look of dissatisfaction and disbelief. As most can attest, if you look at the news in the last month, it has been focused on the difference between the population in general. For my last point in the soundtrack of life, my subtitle is Spiritual. My musical backdrop is Way Over Yonder by Carol King. We are all human, and if you actually sit down and talk to each other, you will find remarkable similarity. Everybody wants to live a full and complete life, and most know they're not 100% committed to success. Most have doubts about their walk of faith. What's the line? Everybody wants to go to heaven. But nobody wants to die. Now, I'm not sure if that's the right phrase, but my point is you do not know what lies in the afterlife, no matter what you heard, read, or even believe. You just gotta keep the faith. In my most recent Sunday school class, we were discussing the story of Ruth, Oprah, and Naomi. Part of the discussion was trying to update the story version to the 21st century. And, and my apologies for saying the story version. To update the scripture to the 21st century. You know, hindsight. Here's a quick recap. 
life and tragedy happened to Ruth and her family. As I heard it said before, Naomi is to women what Job was to men. If you remember Job, he lost his entire family in being tested by God and Satan for his faithfulness. Just as Job did not try and explain what and why tragedy happened to him, so too did Naomi. She offered her daughter-in-laws a way out. Oprah, she took advantage of it and left. Ruth, she stayed. And the question was, what happened to Oprah? I say the story was about Ruth, not Oprah. And since we are not telling the story, mm, hindsight is always 20-20. My point is there's a reason and a purpose for everything. And the message was about the eventual success for Ruth through the patience and faith of Naomi. Now, how is that applicable to today? Yes, we are going through some rough times. But it is nothing new. Take your mind back to the historical in every situation. And let's just focus on America. America was founded with the purpose of creating a land of opportunity and freedom for anybody that comes, not by birthright, not by meritocracy, just we all come with no boundaries. And you can become an American with the idea and the the notion of hard work and fairness and justice will get you, take you as high as you can and want it to go. Opportunities, life, all of it will fall under the umbrella of life, liberty, and justice. Has that happened? Is that land still way over yonder? This is Larry Hogan. I am your host for the podcast, Where Do We Go From Here?